0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning. Didn't have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like
0: usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Saving this spot for the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. Uh
1: boom it's a 170 that was money i think it's down right up there 10 yards
2: whitetail legacy podcast bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy baller rut
1: on the black mic tonight we got homie standing about six foot one, 185 pounds gonna shoot a 130 and tell everybody it's a 150 <laughs> <laughs> on the blue mic we got cody jenkins not gonna shoot a deer next year because he's been on the street too long
2: <laughs> <laughs> you might be right man I, ho- I hope not i, but hope, I hope not
1: either that's what What's up guys? This is our this is our episode. We get to do what we want. No guests, just us hanging out. Letting you guys know what's going on in our lives in the podcast world. And uh we
2: <laughs> We've not said anything about Podbean.
1: I know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We <laughs> were well, supposed to tell people Podbean uh 2 episodes ago. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to be on Podbean, guys.
2: We're <laughs> on Podbean right now. Yeah,
1: we're on Podbean. We're not going to be. We're on <laughs> Podbean. So if you guys want to listen to this podcast on a different, uh, you know, Podkeens, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and some other stuff will release later on. But uh, we're on there now. How hard was that to set up, homie? Was it bad. Uh,
2: it w- it wasn't bad. It, it kind of gave me a little bit more creativity for the background and whatnot. So
1: nice. This is just a better uh, a better podcast host for us. Is the only reason we're changing. We know we have a pretty good following on SoundCloud. We get a lot of listens from there. So uh, we want to say that our most recent episode will be on SoundCloud. Yes. So you guys will always be able to listen to us on SoundCloud, but you won't be able to go back in the archives. And listen to previous episodes because they want you to pay money to hold more than a couple hours on there
2: so yeah all them episodes are gone
1: so now we're paying for Podbean because we get better statistics of you know what's going on what you guys like what you guys didn't like and uh helps us grow and helps us know what to put out so you guys know so we should have said that two episodes ago but yeah we should have yeah
2: yeah we um that's like four episodes in a row now we've been thinking about it and then we got really serious here the last couple weeks and then we just have so much going on yeah we just totally blew it
1: we just uh we made a game plan to really pump up the podcast here and dropped a lot of money on on it and uh we hope you guys enjoy it. We'd, we're doing this for for the listeners um, to give you guys some more more engagement. So we're gonna get we're gonna get into our partners though. Ingram's man, he's got to be getting close to done with Bucks. I mean, he's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be a sad day. I, I don't know what
2: he's gonna. What is he gonna do with all his free time? I don't know. I mean, play with a couple girls. Yeah, yep.
1: Play with his kids. Two daughters. And, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's that's what we do. Because
2: Kendra, she might be. Yep. she might be going crazy yeah she'd be like well
1: you think he's gonna have three girls do they know no it? yeah it's a yeah, boy it's, it's a, a boy. boy yeah oh good yep good
2: so she she's done
1: yeah she's like i'm done man she said he's not quite done yet. <laughs> man so that's exciting news well, congrats to you ingram um
2: i think september is when she's due Right before so he be- he better have all them bucks done Because he ain't got much time Better November Yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay I heard what you said right there Yeah Alright That's what this That's what this episode Is gonna be about right there
1: <laughs> So uh Yeah I hope you guys like these episodes Me and homie really like them When it's just us Because we just got so much freedom To do what we want And uh You know And And we, we still want to put out Some content to you guys To, to gain And And You know Basically Thank you, guys, and and keep moving on to the next yeah, episode. Yeah, just kind
2: of, you know, take a break from a guest because, I mean, I tell you what, you know, we had we had James on. We had Craig on. We had Matt from VIP on again. And then we hit you with Modern Bowhunter. We hit you with uh, Josh Prophet. Talking trail cams really, really deep. And, yeah, man, this is just we just like been a- we've just been bringing a lot at you guys. We just want to take a week, let everybody cool off. Just,
1: just listen to our great voices and no one else. Well, you're
2: <laughs> you're a great voice. Josh had Josh had a really yeah, good voice. Yeah, yeah. He had a really good radio voice. Yeah. Me, I'm just that 12-year-old just waiting <laughs> for that day.
1: <laughs> All right, let's talk about ECW calls. What they got going on over there, man? I'm excited. I'm excited that he got into a couple more stores uh, for our local listeners. He's in Presley's. Um, check them out. I and
2: he's in Rivers Edge in Canton. Rivers Edge in Canton, and then the old Gander or not, not was it yeah. Gander Mountain? Yep, Gander yeah. Mountain. Yep. So yeah, the old Gander Mountain store in Peoria. Um, he said that they're looking for a local business, and um, yeah, shout out
1: to Gander Mountain, dude. Way to start, way to reach local for small companies and and rep their product. Good for you guys, man. That's. I will definitely start shopping more at yeah, Gander gonna, Mountain. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: stop in there, check out what they got.
1: If they're if they're supporting small local companies, the, I know Luminox is gonna be there. Okay. As a small local company, ECW calls is gonna be there. So I know there's gonna be a lot of other good, small, you know, individual, really high quality pieces that aren't you know made by some machine and
2: probably some shit we don't even know about. Yeah. You just go in there and you stumble across it. Yep. Yeah. So, and next thing you know you just found a gold mine
1: Yep, yeah, that's that's super excited for him um i hope we got a bunch of work heading his way um we got our grunt tubes in this just, just a shout out uh hopefully be able to offer his grunt tubes for sale um if you guys want one uh they're they're badass man handmade by a veteran uh every time you blow it you you know you know this is this is hand handmade this ain't machine made this has got its it's own individual look.
2: I think your tube's a little darker than mine.
1: Yep, yep.
2: We, we ordered two for the boys. Yep. One yep. for Rainer, one for Aiden.
1: Yep, both got our kids' grunt tubes to drive the wives crazy blowing around the house. Yes. That's going to be sweet. What, what
2: else do you need when you get a newborn baby that's a month old for Christmas? Yes. Just a grunt tube.
1: My, mine's getting his first birthday at like October, so he's got his bow. And his grunt tube. And now, now when we go driving around looking for deer, which is actually code for <laughs> we're going to put you to sleep while driving around. <laughs> he takes his binoculars, which I had to give him a pair of binoculars. So luckily he had a crap pair of binoculars because I was using mine and he wanted a pair. Right. His bow. And now he's going to take his grunt tube. So we're going to be a complete setup.
2: Oh, he's Re- going to have a 160 yeah. in front of the hood Re- of your truck,
1: Rubber dude. ducky broadheads <laughs> all the way. So... <laughs> He's got a real tree light up bow just throwing arrows at the deer target. He'll be he'll hit like nine foot away. He'll be like, Smoked him <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, you smoked him, man. <laughs> oh, hey, that's awesome. It, I
2: I'm almost there. Yeah.
1: They the he'll pick up quick, man. Get him one of those bows, he'll dig it. Oh yeah. He could. my my boy couldn't shoot it at all by himself now. And now he's shooting my wife in the
2: house. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get him one it would probably be colder outside so what i'm going to do is probably just get like one of them you know turkey patterning targets yeah. just tape it right to the front door nice. Let him just smoke it a couple of turkeys. they got
1: that they got the one at bass pro that has to blow up deer and blow up deer yeah and bow combo oh yeah it's a little more okay. expensive but I- if you want to go high class to really give him the full full feature effect
2: well i mean he's looking at a 140 decoy out there or a 140 <laughs> yeah. uh
1: 3D target, target yeah. yeah so he's used to big deers so. right let's talk about the veteran VIP
2: broadhead what do you got to say about it when the blades are fully engaged inside the boom channel it is over three and a quarter inch cut
1: yeah the he he marketed markets at two two and a half just because that's the average but that thing is wide man when it's fully open it is wide it is super wide, and it's a variable cutting with broadhead. The last episode, we hit you hard. <laughs> we hit you hard with what we thought, you know, and uh, we'll we'll come a little soft at you this time, you <laughs> know. Play good cop, bad cop, you know. Good cop, bad cop, you know. And uh,
2: we, we, hold on, we might go live here. I gotta adjust this.
1: This uh, this episode, I just want to say, you can't, you cannot shoot a better product. I mean, that's just straight up honest um a better product for the meaning behind it a better product for the quality a better product for the killing of animals yeah not the hard the killing of animals we're in the business to kill animals to eat them and that's what the veteran broadhead does
2: i'm going to kill a whole bunch
1: so i want to hit you with a veteran, the vip veteran broadhead shout out we got dave puet he was a marine for eight years and he did a tour in south america i don't know I, he didn't give me much but i know south america is full of this snakes all kind. i mean i don't even want to go there it's like it's like australia or africa <laughs> man i don't know how to, south every, america that's different though yeah every everything's trying to kill you over there so i'm just going to stay in north america and <laughs> Only thing I got to worry about maybe a mosquito. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got no snake that's gonna try to kill me. And and then uh, another another VIP shout out since that was kind of short. Will Warren, I I think it's good to shoot shout him out. Uh, He did a tour in uh, I want to say the Philippines, and uh, he said the snakes over there were insane, man. He said, "There's a snake that'd raise up on its tail and be as tall as you."
2: Oh wow! Yeah, uh, he, count me out. Yeah,
1: I'm like, man, I'm out, man. I don't so, care if it's poisonous or yeah, not. I, I mean, he didn't tell me, but I'm like, uh, I, I want to say he said that snake and a pit viper were the two most dangerous ones over there. So I'm like, man, you ain't got you got to worry about, you know, surviving in you know in battle against people or whatever you're doing for the job over there. You also got to worry about snakes and tigers. All right. No, no way, dude. You know, he's like sleeping at night on the ground. That was risky. He said getting up and and, and taking a number two at night, double risky. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to do that. No. So we can't thank you guys enough. We appreciate what you did for us um, so we can send this podcast out.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. Let's
1: get right into this episode, guys. What are we going to talk about? What are we about? getting into? I, what do you want to hit him first with?
2: I don't know. You're uh,
1: You want to hit him with major news or just hit him with a little um, little sauce.
2: <laughs> no. I <laughs> So on my phone, I have a I have an iPhone 7 and then I have a we have the notepad on there, right? So, I have regular notepad and then I have podcast information, passwords, emails, scheduled people, stuff like that. I got to remember. Well, it was supposed to be when we didn't have an intro of like times in a podcast that I was going to take out and put into the intro. So, however, when I put podcast intro in there, Bushlight must have taken effect, and I didn't spell it right. <laughs> so now it's like podcast intour tour, yeah, yeah, so I just, I just left it. And then now I have all these passwords and emails and everything to log into whatever, what we got going on. And today, I was getting on the website, doing the Podbean thing, get down, make, make my account for Podbean, and way down at the bottom of the list, I have no idea why this is there. Maybe you can help me out. Squirrel Palpitations is on. <laughs> what? <laughs> squirrel Palpitations. Squirrel Palpitations. Is that something the squirrel caller said? I don't know. See, that's the only thing I can think of is, is something Damien said, and, but it's right there, Squirrel Palpitations. Yeah. Shout out to
1: Damien. Um, his, him and his wife are going through a tough time right now. Um, we were we were fortunate enough to donate to uh, a benefit for his wife. Um, we uh, we donated an ECW cause, some shirts, and uh, and some cash. So I hope that makes an effect for uh, for you guys. You know you guys are still going through a tough time. If you're listening, Damian, um, if you need anything else, we're definitely here for you, brother. Yeah, squirrel. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Dude, that yeah. squirrel call was the most legit. I know squirrel call I've ever heard. I got it still saved. What, what, save what on episode desktop. was that?
2: Uh, sixteen or seventeen. Yeah,
1: you guys want to go back and listen to the nowhere live episode? Yes. Just the, so you can listen to the squirrel call. The first one. That's that's all. That's all you want to go there for.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be episode fifteen. Episode fifteen. Episode fifteen. Yeah.
1: The squirrel call. The squirrel with a nut. The gray squirrel. The red squirrel.
2: (laughs) He's got it all, man. He's got it all. He's got it nailed down. He does. Um, I want to talk about you and your HHA.
1: My HHA? Yeah,
2: I want to... So, about a month ago, you told me, you know, you're not going to shoot at hunting. Uh, I want to get more in deep on that. The more... The more I think
1: about it and the more I shoot it, the more confident I'm getting with it. It's just uh so w- it have been in February or March.
2: What? I think I think it was March. Uh, yeah,
1: March. I, I switched to to a single pin. Um I had shot a four pin before the four pin, five pin, before that um that's what I've always used. I really like it. Um had super good luck with it it does like a lot of people say a single pin clears up your sight picture makes you you know shoot better I think it does to a, a extent but I don't think I haven't seen like a major effect between it and my multi-pin each person shoots a bow a little different so they might like it better I will say my HHA picks up a lot more light in the evening than my 4 pin did. I don't know if it's just that that uh reticle is going to one pin. I that's what I think. Instead of 4, so it's exorbitant and it's and that's the green. Mm-hmm. I think the green
2: See, help, th- helps
1: out a lot cuz you know you have like the yellow, green, red, orange. A, yeah. See, I pin. thought my
2: red and orange on my 3 pin was really dim compared yeah. to my 20 yard which was green, yeah. you know, yellow neon whatever you want to call it.
1: And and even when we were hanging that new fresh that new fresh set we just hung, I mean the max shoot, you know I don't think I've ever sh- I shot I shot a deer a doe at forty two yards that's my furthest shot ever. So, you know, and I I got it set up right now for I shoot a really heavy arrow, so my sight tape was pretty deep and I can get to about fifty five yards, with it so that's pretty far for me uh like I said for 42 yards is my furthest shot on a doe and that was last year and uh uh I the doe I mean she ducked right into the arrow absolute perfect shot she made like 15 yards that was one of the best doe shots I've ever made but it's actually out of a ground out of a ground blind too that's one of the very few kills I have out of a ground blind which is pretty cool and uh I just, I don't shoot that far, so I was thinking, you know, I shot it, so I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot it at 10 yards and see what 20 does, and it's not very much fluctuation, so I know at 10 yards, I just, a little bit low, and I'll be good, you know, and I always shoot, I always shoot heart shots on everything, because I, I've, I'm a big believer in deer ducking arrows, whether they're alert or not, I just think they have a, a sense where they duck arrows, you know, I just, um my buck this year full trot shot him at five yards ducked an arrow <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's like he did he was looking up you know looking towards that way and he's like seeing the arrow or seeing the bow snap or seeing my arm come down or something you know and and i hit him higher than i aimed
2: well if you aim low and yeah. they duck you're still yeah. good you're if you still aim good high yeah. and they duck you might be screwed
0: yeah
1: so so i shot i shot it at 10 yards and i felt really good with it and then I put my 20 pin at 30. And I was like, eh, "I'm what I decided, and I think I'm going to run at about 25. Yep. I'm going to run at about 25. then I feel confident at 20 and 30. And then I, it seems like I have, like a lot of people say, you know, bucks cruising, you got like two seconds to make a shot. It seems like I have a little bit more time to make a shot. Maybe it's because... I think a lot of it might be because I, my stands are high and I can see them coming from a long ways. Or I kind of hunt, not like really open timber, but I hunt a transition zone to where they're coming out of thick stuff into op- really open stuff. So I'm right on that edge so I can see them come out and then I got time to adjust my shot or something. So I'm going to try it this year. I'm going to try I Oh, now you're sticking with it. Yeah. I told homie okay. I was going to back out. I'm going to try it this year. Um. After shooting, I shot 80 shots in one night, all from different yardages. Um, that helped me gain a lot of confidence. And then I shot 20 the next night. And uh, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm feeling better with it. Just like anything. It's a change. You know, it's a change. I like how the sight pictures opened up. I still want to do some changes to my bow. I'd like to get a different peep on it. Um, maybe... Maybe a different rest. I don't know.
2: You got to keep the spaceship.
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep the spaceship on right. Yeah, But, yeah, I, I like the HHA. I uh, I wish that I would have went with the step up. The kingpin. The kingpin. Yeah. Um, It's just the money-wise, I didn't want to really fork it out. But having that extra yardage and the single digits for, like, I, I love shooting 3D. Most of the time I shoot, like, 8 to 10 a year um this year with the new kid and with the podcast on the weekends i have i haven't shot any i haven't shot any 3d besides the 3d target i got my backyard (laughs) you know and it's it's going on july now so i missed 3d season this year um uh it's it's a it's a lot of fun and like i told homie we just gotta we just gotta go one day we just gotta go
2: usually there's a little buzz with the 3d and i didn't even i mean i was looking hard and there was a hard the the local 3d here was on father's day i mean get a grip
1: yeah i mean it's just hard to make it so i haven't been doing a lot of that but that's kind of what i switched to the hha for because i like 3d a lot um and like i said i normally shoot eight to ten a year have a ton of fun um the donahue iowa shoot is my favorite by far um, that's a killer shoot or shoot. I hope me and homie can go and, and take a crew with us. Cause that's just a very fun time. But that's all about, I got to say about the single pen man. I, I I'm going to run with it, try it out, see what I think this year. Uh, I thought about selling my other site, but I'm just going to keep it, you know. And, uh, if I get to a point where, you know, it, I shoot a couple does and I'm not liking it, I'll just switch back. So you always gotcha. got it on the back burner. Yeah. Um
2: I'm telling you when you're sitting there and you know you're I mean you're set at 25 or you know you've you've ranged where the deer mostly come come from. I got nothing here. It's just that. Oh my lord. Yeah. Um you know you know where the deer are going to come from mostly, so it's not going to bring you as much anxiety as I had with it last year. Just sitting there, you know, predicting what you think is going to happen. Um, but it it might still bring you some.
1: Yeah, I just think that I'm used to, really used to my the four pin I had. Um, like I said, I shot shot three bucks with that sight. So when you got something that works, it's really hard to change it. Yeah. When you feel like you feel confident with it. But I wanted to give the single pen a shot. And uh, I like it. I I mean you need to shoot hardcore one day. I, I'm shooting really good right now. You I'm probably I shoot me right now. My bow's my bow's in. My bow's doing it's doing good.
2: Um, you got anything you wanna go over right now?
1: Or I can I can hit you with some more. Whatever, man. <laughs> you wanna go over the website? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have an official Whitetail Legacy podcast website, whitetaillegacypodcast.com. If you guys haven't heard Whitetail Legacy podcast enough to, uh, to remember what the podcast is, <laughs> the name of the website, you haven't listened to the podcast talk enough because I say it every time. <laughs> but, uh, yep. We, uh, it's just another way you guys can interact with us on there. We have a special link for the VIP shout out. Um, you can post it all in there. We can we can give a special shout out for you guys. Um, we're gonna have some some links to our uh, sponsors for the podcast right there. You guys can click it, go right to their website. Um, some pretty cool stuff. Um, be able to listen to all our episodes right there. Be able to uh, watch any videos we put up. Um, be able to find our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all right there on the website. So it's, it's kind of like a one quick, sh- quick shop for us. Um, we're hoping to have, you know, our T-shirts on there, um, some ECW calls on there if you guys want them, and uh, just kind of help promote him. And then, you know, we're, we're working on some hats and stuff for the future. We're just not really wanting to fork up the money to buy them before we sell them. That shit's expensive, man.
2: <laughs> well, they just can't get yeah they just can't get the mock-up right yeah we're we're having a hard time
1: with the the hat company we had uh (gasps) i don't i don't know what we got going on but
2: uh we got people not listening is the problem
1: we spent all our money on uh they're hearing what i'm saying there's not being in website so now we can't buy hats anyways (laughs) (laughs) so copy that but we hope you guys enjoy the website uh homie did an awesome job on it um it's going to be cool to be able to just go right there. If you guys, you know, if you don't want to listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, you can go right to the website, click the link, and there we are. You know what I mean? So you won't have to go to a second a second website to, to do that. So we, uh, we try to hit, you know, for Android and iTunes and uh, Apple, but we don't really know what everybody listens on. Right. Because on our... Uh, on our sheet, we get a lot of, like, third-party listens. So we just figured if we had a website, then everybody could go right there and be able to get to it just straight away. So we hope to be sharing some videos this year. Um, we really invested in our uh, – should we go into that on this episode?
2: Uh, yeah, I had it wrote down, Did but, you, you know, um, obviously we're going to throw up everything we have on YouTube right now. Um, we didn't do – we had Jordan Spencer in studio. I'm not gonna bring out a camera phone and record a guy who's filming for Team 200. Yeah. On an in studio podcast. Yeah. Um, but we do have some in studio podcasts, and we're still we're gonna get back to that. Um, we had James in studio a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, it was midnight when he showed up, so wasn't really thinking about that at that point. But um, we do we do like to get them in-studio podcasts on film and thrown up and those are all unedited just raw and then um i'm sure if if cody and i get a couple of decent bucks or we get a couple good films put together you know we'll just throw them up there and uh you'll be able to see them there first instead of on youtube
1: yep we uh we really upped our uh camera quality this year we put a lot of money into that um it's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of learning uh, I'm already having a blast with the camera. One thing I will say, uh, you know, there is a lot of hunting teams or whatever it, there is out there, you know. But if you guys want to start filming your own stuff and promoting it, don't be afraid to. Because if we we've put out, I mean, our stuff from last year is as rookie as it gets, you know. And and we we uh we sent it, we sent it. You know, I mean, that's that's all we can say because. We, we're doing it for us. So when we look back in three, four years, we can look at it and say, you know, when we're looking at our film, we still think it's not good. We can look back three years ago and be like, wow. You know, it's just like our podcast. We can look back three years from now on podcasts and be like, wow, you know, this is what, (laughs) this is what we were doing. You know what I mean? And
2: it's, uh. And if you guys are just starting out and, you know, you have a question on something, you can Facebook message us, you can email us, you can you can comment on a post and say, Hey, I need you guys to message me and we will. And if you have a question and we don't know it We well, got the contacts. We've, yeah, yeah, we've got people that are behind us we got, that know. Yeah.
1: We got contacts that are, you know, professional, you know, filmers. That's what right. they do, you know.
2: So we can definitely at least put a, a feeler out to them guys and, and get you guys an answer. If, if you have something that's beyond our capability.
1: Yeah, we, uh, our capability is pretty small. We're definitely, um, just learning that end of it, but it's just so fun, man, to, to film, film your hunts. And, uh, we hope to be bringing a lot higher quality to you guys. Um, you know, that's all I can say to that. We, we invested a ton of money, just like we invested a ton so of money, money in this, uh, quality to get this this sound quality for the podcast you know we invested a ton of money in our our uh, film equipment and uh we're hoping to bring you guys some some awesome hunts and uh just be able to share you know we will talk about the hunting we'll talk about our hunting during season on the podcast but we hope to be able to share it through video with you guys too and and uh if you guys got any videos of your seasons, we'd love to watch it, man. I love watching YouTube videos, anything like that. I, I I, thrive off that stuff, man. Especially this time of year when it's hot and muggy and nasty out. If you guys hear, the sound quality is a little different. It's 100 degrees outside right now, so we got the <laughs> air conditioning just blasting in the studio, man.
2: It's actually on low, but it's still ripping. Yeah, it feels great in here. Um. Yeah, it, you know, if you guys get something, even if it's on your phone, you know, you want to share it to us, go ahead and share it to our page, man. We're, we're definitely going to check it out, whether it's on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. Tag us, you know, share it to the page, whatever you got to do, man. We'll, we'll check it out. And, uh, you know, if, if you want some, I mean, we're no professional by any means because we're still, we're still in the process of upgrading what we got. But, you know, we'll tell you. We'll tell you what we think for sure, and we'll give you an honest, straight-up opinion, man. Yeah, and then uh, Trail Cam Picks,
1: man. It's Trail Cam season. Oh, yes. Feed it. You guys want to feed us any Trail Cam Picks, go ahead and put her on there, and that gives us motivation. And uh, the big thing for us, you know, uh, I think that a lot of people miss out is connecting with the people that make this podcast possible, and that's you guys. You know, we want to be active with you guys. We want to connect, you know. We've made so many awesome friends through this podcast and connections, and we just want to keep growing that 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 base with us. So don't be afraid to 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 talk to us or or put a put a pickup of a big velvet buck or whatever you want to do, cause we we love that stuff.
2: Yep, we're gonna we're gonna feed Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Maybe not Facebook so much, but definitely Instagram and Twitter. Um, some old trail cam pics that we got. And we're gonna show you guys everything but two deer. Yeah, everything but the big ones. (laughs) Everything but the giants.
1: (laughs) We gotta keep them secrets from when we knock them down. But there's still
2: gonna be some stellar bucks going out there. Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: What else you got on the list over there?
2: Um would you rather have a deer surprise you or see it coming in?
1: Like like surprise me, like no trail cam pics of it? No,
2: like you turn around and it's twelve yards away.
1: I'd rather see it coming in. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you said that so decisively.
1: Oh man, yeah. I gotta mentally prepare and think about if I'm gonna shoot it and what it's gonna be. It's there's a big process that goes through my, <laughs> my head, man. It's, I gotta have a little bit of time, you know. I gotta, I need to identify the buck if I can. Figure out, you know, where my shooting lanes are possibly gonna be. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes through my mind.
2: Okay, what happens if it's 12 yards? Say you just stood up and you're, you're taking a leak off the side of your stand. Get her all buttoned up, you turn around, and, oh, shit, there he is.
1: Well, I would, I'd still try to shoot him, you know, but I would definitely rather be prepared than to be caught off guard. All right, so
2: you want to see it coming in. Yeah, for sure. What about you? See, me, like of course i want to see it coming in because i mean i want to try to remember everything that happened you know it never happens that way you don't remember everything because you're so jacked up but i get to a point to where like i see a giant buck he's coming in and as soon as you see him you know your heart rate just goes to 180 miles an hour and then you know when when you finally decide, you know, just like you're saying, you know, there's a process, you know, I'm trying to think of what's his next move. Where's he going? Is he winding me? How, how's that going? And then when I realize that the wind's okay, he's actually kind of coming in and I start to get my bow. Then I'm like starting to calm down. Like, you know, there's like, you know, 20 second, 15 second time period that I just like, all right, calm down. He's coming in, you're going to get a shot. And then I'm um, thinking about where's where's my window? Where's this window? Where's the, where's the first window? Where's the second window? And then where's the last ditch effort, you know? If, if he doesn't come in the way you think he is, you know, if he starts, you know, posturing to a buck that's behind you, you don't even know it's there, you know, just all different kinds of stuff. But I would rather see a deer come in. Just because I know I got that 15 seconds of just calming down. Like Ghost this year yeah. surprised the shit out of me. I mean, he's 14 yards away the first time I seen him. Boom, just shot right in the woods. I thought he was going to come straight in front of me, shot right in the woods. And that, yeah, I'm going to say that's going back to that thought process. I was like, where's my first window? Oh, it's going to be right here. I shot a doe here two years ago. Same scenario. But didn't work out. And then, Yeah. Then as soon as he ducked in the woods, I'm like, first window. There's no last-ditch effort here.
1: They, there's all. They always do exa- exactly what you Yeah. Th- most of the time. Last year they didn't. They just did exactly what I thought they were going to. <laughs> they don't happen out. Yeah. Y- I got a question for you. Okay. Would you rather shoot a 160s typical or a 160s non-typical?
2: It just depends how gnarly the non-typical No, is. we
1: just got it. You just got it. There's no if ands, or buts.
2: It's just... A 160 non-typical, yeah. Okay,
1: I'm going typical.
2: Okay. Like, a 200 non-typical, like, when they get that just club-looking thing out there on their main beam, you know, and it's just, like, spider-webbed out there at the end, like, I don't like that. Yeah. I'd rather shoot a 200-inch typical yeah. and a 160 non-typical.
1: I want to shoot a 160 straight typical 10.
2: Just clean as just shit. Clean as
1: shit, 10. It's beautiful. And I'm going to do it upright just to piss you off. <laughs> Mount it upright just so homie's like, why?
2: <laughs> I can't say too much about upright. Yeah. I got one. Yeah. I think everybody has to have one almost. Like, but.
1: I don't have one I'll, yet. I don't have one just well, straight upright.
2: And the only reason I mounted that deer like that is because um, I was just sitting in my stand and. All of a sudden, I heard two grunts, and here come eight deer running from the corn f- or from the bean field straight into—they're going to be thirty yards in about four seconds—and he's just got his neck straight up, grunting, following this apparently the hottest doe you ever seen in your life. And uh, I said, "Well, she's either going to cross the dam and go out to the big field, or she's going to come in the woods. And whatever she does, everybody else is doing." And So he was just like, it was almost like a Clydesdale. Like he was just trotting like that, you know, right behind her. Like she's kind of hauling ass, but he didn't have to run as fast as he had to, you know, to keep up with her. So he he almost just looked like a Clydesdale, had his neck straight up, kind of turned at me. And the only reason I looked over there is because I heard two grunts. Yep. So that's why I got him upright. That's the way I first seen him. So you're
1: a non-typical fan, huh? I didn't, uh, I didn't know on that a, about on
2: you. A, on a smaller one, like I mean, if it's if it's a gnarly one, si- like a gnarly one sixty, is gonna look pretty cool. A yeah. gnarly two twenty is gonna look just yeah. It can look dumb, almost I guess. Just too, just too nasty. Yeah. But you know how giant a two hundred and twenty inch typical is gonna be?
1: Yeah, ridiculous.
2: Yeah. You're gonna have some time length. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? You got anything? okay um what so back in james's episode i was listening to it and you had asked you know shooting a deer and dragging it out you know if if that affects what's going on because your rut was kind of off this year you said um one thing that i that we've done where where i hunt and i don't hear a lot of people doing this is we just have like a specific spot where we gut deer and, I mean, I tell you what, at times it sucks. It sucks because you're dragging, basically, a full deadweight deer out of the woods. We don't have no four-wheelers. We don't, I mean, we can only get trucks so far in the woods. So, at times it sucks. But, I feel like it it, it helps more than it hurts, you know. Yeah, you might have four people in there, but... You Know it's usually shotgun when we have four people in there, you know, so everybody's half ass scent controlled. And so they go down, we get the deer, and then we drag it out, you know, to the field edge, and then we can get a truck next to it. Or, um, Jeff got this cart, you know, and we, we, we hauled a couple deer out with it last year, it worked really cool. So I just don't hear a lot of people like having a specific spot out of the woods where they gut all their deer at. And it helps protect, you know, coyotes coming in, you know, smelling all that, Um, other deer smelling all that. I, I just think that doing that really helps. I, uh,
1: last year I shot a doe and then gutted her on the field. And the next day my buddy shot a doe with that doe smelling that gut pile. Oh, yeah? yeah? So, I don't know if it hurts or doesn't hurt. That's something I haven't really checked, but I always gut them where, where I shoot them. Just because, like you said, I my property's access is weird. So, I have to get permission through a farmer's field to get to the timber on one part. So, I can't drive a... A uh, vehicle in that field, so I'm not dry. Only dragging it through the timber, I'm dragging it through the field too, to the truck. So I always like to get as much weight off as I can, right. you know. And then uh, the only the only reason I said that is because, you know, I've shot two bucks October fifteenth, so that's when I mean it's like almost to the border where you don't want to mess stuff up, but you know you got a you got a nice buck you want to shoot it. But then, like, the year before that, I didn't realize, I didn't notice my rut. But this year, I just felt like I had so many does. Like, there was just, I mean, I was seeing, like, 8 to 15 does a set. (laughs) I mean, just endless amounts of does. And, you know, I was, like, I was convinced, I was like, okay, these got to be the same does. And I was like, there's no way that these 10 are, are the same does because they 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 would have had to make a
2: 10 dose every day <laughs> a
1: 500 yard circle for no reason to come back in you know what I mean so I'm like where are the bucks you know I just didn't see the buck movement that I normally see but this was the first year that I went way into the core of where the intense rut activity is and smoked a buck October 15th the first buck I smoked on the edge mm-hmm this buck I smoked in the bedding area where the does and bucks are bedding. I mean, where deep at. in there, where the action's at, you know, I smoked him right there. So I just wanted to see if that was, he'd ever noticed that, you know, because I think I noticed it with the rut. Like, I mean, I, I seen, I seen some shooter bucks, don't get me wrong, you know, but not something that I wanted to shoot after I shot the buck that I had. I passed, three really nice deer this year that were in the 140s you know 150 area but I had already shot that buck got two of them on film passing them you know I mean just nice bucks and then I had a buddy hunting out there and he missed an opportunity on a mid 140s eight great eight pointer got shit. I got velvet picture of him hard horn pics of him awesome buck you know just couldn't make it work and then uh I seen the giant 11-pointer, same area, during shotgun. So i seen bucks there, but it wasn't as good as it was two years ago or the year before that when I was seeing eight, nine bucks a day. Right. You know, during the rut, cruising. But I don't know if I missed the rut a little bit and hunted, you know, too early or too late for my property. But... One thing that I really need to start doing is, so, like for me, so you shoot a buck early, right? I just lose so much motivation because I've already shot a buck. Right. So I feel like them first days of November, you know, I just shot a buck two weeks ago. So I'm like, you know, I just don't have the motivation to go crazy hard, right? And then, the the next the this year and the year before, when I didn't see as good as activity, I was hunting more public during the rut, trying to you know what I mean so, I think maybe that's key too because I was maybe taking two days off my private piece and going to public, when I would have been on my private piece earlier, and and seeing more deer activity, but, you know just like just like this year I I don't remember the exact day I could pull it up and find it but um, one day we went in there we passed a really nice uh, he would have been a 10 but he had a broken brow really nice mid 140s 15 yard shot passed him with a buddy and then uh, it was one we sat all day I sat all day that day and I had a buddy with me I was filming him and he wanted to get out at noon and I pushed him to one and the wind was blowing like 30 mile an hour at this point and he was like man I'm getting out you know I'm done uh, wind's blowing so hard no no deer are going to be moving Timps were good you know they were mid 30's uh, and then literally we lowered his bow down and then that 148 that he messed up on come right back in 1, one o'clock in the afternoon chasing the doe grunting So I'm hearing grunting, and I'm like, you know, what is that? And he turns around, he's like, oh, big buck, big buck, pull my bow up. So I'm pulling my bow up. He's trying to get it off the bowstring around the tree to shoot this buck, and the buck ends up spotting him at, like, 15 yards trying to get his bow set up, you know, get an arrow on, all that stuff, you know. And uh, so the the activity was there, even though I did shoot that buck, but it just wasn't as good, you know. Wasn't as baller. But— Another thing was, as I hunted that stand, I had another piece person hunting my lease. So there was more action in that area. Mm-hmm. So like when I would be hunting the deep stand, he'd be hunting the stand up front. So there's double the scent, double the action. So that could have played a role. Um, but and he was hunting some days that I wasn't, you know, out there. Um, I. You know that the scent and the stand, you know, for the day, you know, that could have played a role of bucks being, but even my trail cam, my even my trail cam activity seemed down in that area, or it could have just been an off year where more bucks were in a different area. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, man, I got there's so many does there, there's so many. It's so close to a doe bedding area that when they come off the fields in the morning they like feed in the acorns for a while and the does were so comfortable they were bedding 30-40 yards from my stand like multiple times in the year like I'm trying to get out of my stand because it's blistering cold (laughs) during shotgun and I got does bedded so I can't get out so I mean do I I think it hurt I'm not really sure but the best thing about this podcast is I try to learn and I think that asking people that you know have you had years of success you know if i ask 10 10 people that question might get a good answer out of one of them you know so
2: or one that applies to your you know property layout and the way that you hunt you know everybody's everybody's a little different
1: yeah i will say one thing this this is our episode it's mid mid july but i am getting absolutely stoked for season like I'm getting, yes. I'm getting to the point now where like it's getting closer and like I watch, I'm watching a video and I'm like, dude, I'm, it's close. You know, it's getting there. I'm listening to a podcast. I like my podcast is the, my podcast. Listening is even starting to go up. Mm-hmm. Like seems like closer. We get to see my other, you know, I listen to multiple podcasts, but like I'm listening to like three or four episodes a day, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's. It, i'm listening to a lot and uh like really getting that drive to you know go check trail camera cards and stuff like that without you know but i'm like no i'm not gonna go check it because i just hung it a week and a half ago or something you know what <laughs> i mean so and then me and homie got a stellar buck on trail camera already at our new set you know what i mean so looked like he had split brows and split g2 in a really good frame already, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely going to keep a, an eye, want, yeah, eye on. Definitely going to be a 140s, maybe bigger But Yeah.
2: So I hope his left side's yeah. matching on the split.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where you put your camera on three-shot burst and you only get half a rack. It's on 15-second delay. That's, like, yeah. short as it's got.
2: He must have just turned and
1: I don't know. He probably went something. down. He probably went to the edge back in the back and hit that draw,
2: went out. He thought he'd at least got a picture of his ass or something. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Something I mean or, uh, otherwise he was moving. Yeah.
1: But we got that, you know, the other two bucks that are in that area. That this definitely a buck area, which we knew from the buck sign. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that stay inside of you, hunt yeah. it and try it out.
2: It's cool. I'm I'm pumped up to get in there for sure. Um so on this week's episode, more so for next week, the the weekend in between here. Um, I'm going to go down to my old piece and talk to the landowner and see what the situation is. See if we're going to be able to hunt out there. Um, I'm going to tell him that I'm just interested in bow hunting out there. And, uh, wish him and his wife, you know, all the best of health. Because that was the reason that, you know, we have to check with him. And, uh, so, I'll be bringing you guys an update next week. I'm going to get out there and then, um. If he says, yeah, I'm going to hang one trail cam and. uh, On the buck nest? In the the buck nest? nest. Yep. Gonna hang that trail cam. So, I think the the Mrs. Good that I walked through, um, I think they plant that corn on corn every year, but I'm not sure. I know 100% it was corn last year. So, we'll say it's beans this year. Would you hang your camera there? Like in the, you know, where you hung your second cam? You know, it's a little corner right there. So I got that same exact scenario, kind of. They enter and exit the bean field or the cornfield right there in the corner, or they enter and exit where I go into the woods at. Um, so would you, would you go into where I had it at last year after I moved it in mid of October? Or would you put it for now, because I'm going to check it at least... I'm gonna check it at least once before hunting season. I'll probably check it twice. Um, would you put it on the bean field? I put it on the edge. Put it on the edge for now. Then you're, you're gonna have less. You're gonna have less entrance intrusion
1: to the to the property. You're still gonna. You know the bucks. are gonna be coming to those beans. Yeah. It's just the time. You know, if you got beans, you got bucks. That's what I like to say. Yep. This time of year, so you know they're gonna be on it. Uh, so, I would probably check it,
2: and then what I would probably do. Is when you, you know, I'll probably check it and then I'll go back in September or the last. Uh, let's see, the it would probably be September 1st because that's on a Saturday. Uh, it'll probably be September 1st. I'll go down there, check it, and uh, then I'll put it into the buck nest and yeah. then I'll be off. Put I'll it into your buck nest,
1: check your straps, check the stand.
2: I got to do some tree clearing like we did, yeah. So that, that's why I'm trying to get down there um this weekend and
1: well if you're gonna go in there and do some tree trimming you might want to hang, wanna hang, you might wanna hang two trees two cameras if you got them okay put one in there deep leave it soak leave it, it. Soak put it. one on the edge it'll be soaking check.
2: for damn near shit i mean that's wow six weeks eight you're, eight. The, you're talking eight
1: eight weeks that'd be perfect you know let eight. it set for eight weeks and you got some really good you know Really good detail of what bucks are coming through there. If you got one that you can notice that your pattern on those beans still, right? You know, if if they planted late beans, it'd be better. Uh, but then you still got the intel of what bucks are in the area on the edge of the beans. The only thing about summer bucks is, like my property, I don't know about yours. I got some summer roamers that I get in the summer, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah, that's what you some say. Giants, <laughs> and then they're just gone. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, haven't really had that. Yeah. No, you know, kick six, and then he stayed around shit. Yeah. I've had pictures of him late November.
1: See, like like they say, every buck's a little different, you know, personality wise. So we, I, we, I would put two up, just try it out. And, and well, but then,
2: then I'm trying to get the giant.
1: Yeah. Well, I, how many trail cameras you got?
2: Well, I got two right now. Well,
1: you need to buy an Exodus. I, I, <laughs> yeah, copy that. Back pay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might buy an Exodus too.
2: You can't so. beat that deal. No, I, I mean, know. Really. That's
1: insane. Yeah. Shout out to the last episode five yeah. five year warranty on Exodus trail cameras. That's that's awesome.
2: So. All right, uh, I got you one. W- well, actually, I got two things, but I don't think I'm gonna. You want to get
1: to the big news? Or yeah,
2: yeah. I think we'll just do that and call it a Call her out. All right,
1: guys, we are uh, super excited uh, to let you guys know that we are. Officially sponsored, partnered with ScentLock and Oz. Um, we're super blessed for this opportunity for the podcast. Uh, we're, what What are we, eight months? Yeah. To If someone would have said we have what we have in eight months when we started this thing would be insane. And it's all because of you guys.
2: Yeah, I'd have said you're full of shit. Yeah,
1: you got, it's all because of you guys and us putting in insane work in the background. So... uh we're we're we both use Scentlock. we uh we we have and we love the product and we had the opportunity to join with them and we're not looking back so they uh they also gave us a coupon code for any listener that would like to purchase from them Um, You need to write this down because (laughs) they don't do uh, custom coupon codes. So it is capital B, capital A, dash, 15, dash, capital K, capital H, zero, nine. I know that was a lot. You guys can just scroll it back 30 seconds, that little button right there that hit 30 seconds. Just hit that and listen (laughs) in again. And then if you're like me, you probably have to hit it and listen again. So that'll get you fifteen percent off all Scentlock or Oz product. A- product. Anything you want. So we're we're gonna be able to offer you guys fifteen percent. And uh, if you guys are looking to buy any Scentlock, um, we we hope you use that coupon code. Um, we're we're super jacked to be partnered with them dude um, i've
2: been using Scentlock lock products for
1: yeah how long have you had that bag
2: okay so i probably got that bag when i was 17 my second or third year bow hunting and uh it was their first carbon bag it was just a storage it's a Scentlock um scent tote and it just has the carbon um flap on top you know and it you reactivate it by opening it and then letting the oxygen get in there And then as you're throwing it around the back of your truck or you're driving to your piece or you're carrying it inside, that carbon drifts down onto your clothes. And then that's, you know, it's like poor man's ozone pretty much, you know. So I got that bag when we started the Illinois Deer and Turkey Classic. They had a booth set up and um, I was like, man, this would be really great for keeping all my hunting, you know, all my camo in one spot. Before I just had like a plastic sack. Like oh, literally yeah. a garbage sack yeah. In my closet I'm I like one well it's hunting season Better get the old sack <laughs> out You know it's all ripped to shit You know So Was down there And I was like man dude I didn't and When I bought it I wasn't even thinking about You know the The scent control factor That it was giving me So I mean I've been using ScentLock For Over a decade
1: Yeah And then this is Like when we first started this thing This was one of our like Our dream partners Yes You know and this is like, the,
2: I was like, man, dude, if we could just do that, yeah. how baller would that be? Yeah, and here we are,
1: you know, eight months in, seven and a half months in, and and we're partnering with ScentLock. so we hope we can bring you some some awesome material for them. We we love the product.
2: Um, um you're gonna see me in Real Tree original yeah, camo, Real Tree OG fall. baby. Oh, dude, From I'm coming at you, Real Tree.
1: Yeah, they got the original Real Tree uh
2: suit you can get a whole suit whole
1: suit original og <laughs> <candle>. <laughs> that's killing. yeah so we're sending about we're we we got we we're gonna have a we got the oz bags we got yep. the oz room cleaner going cigarette liner oz yeah for your truck and and we had we had a lot of this stuff you know before we partnered with them so yeah so we're just we're just jacked. To, was, I've
2: been a Scentlock fan forever. Yeah. it seems like ever since I started really getting into bow hunting, you yeah.
1: know. I always liked Scentlock because it was, it was super high quality and a little bit cheaper than you know yep. like the Scentblocker suits and yep. stuff when they first came out. You know they were like two eighty nine for a jacket, you know, <laughs> and Scentlock was like one forty nine. So I was always like, man, I need to go with the Scentlock because this is getting insane. Yep, yep. <laughs> so.
2: Scentlock dot com guys. Yeah. um you can pick out your suit if you want light medium heavyweight suits yeah. um, pick out your camo pattern real tree mossy oak you know they got it all and then you know they got the ozone lineup and then um you know they got your your soaps your laundry detergents yeah. your field sprays it's, it's your field wipes
1: it's a one-stop shop for scent elimination and uh, I heard they got a new product coming out in July. And, and they do. And bonus to being partnered with them, we get we get first dibs to seeing yep. it. So I'm pretty excited to see what that is. Um, uh, like I said, we couldn't be happier to be be doing this. This was like one of our uh, one of our dreams of of starting this podcast to have this opportunity, and uh, we really hope to bring some good stuff with the company and uh, show them that we mean business here at White Tail Legacy Podcast.
2: Damn right we do. Yeah. Well, man, that's about all I got here. No, that's it, um, man.
1: I wow. just like to. I'd like to. I know. I want to thank the listeners again for for what you guys do, but I really like to thank everybody that's came on all the way from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I know we got a lot of solid listeners that listen every time for people that came on, and you know, without people messaging us or you know working with us to come on. Um, with us working full-time and doing this just as, you know, like our side game. <laughs> and uh, it's really not even a side game, but it's just like something we do for fun in my garage.
2: But <laughs> It's like having two part-time jobs. It is. <laughs> I mean,
1: the, the work we put in during the day and uh, scheduling and stuff, we just want to... Everybody we work with for for being on the episodes has been very... Understanding, understanding, and reasonable that we are—you know, this is just a part-time hustle, and uh, we got we got a lot of big names that want to come on this podcast, but it's just scheduling. You know, I mean, it's just hard to do. But we're bringing you some guys that that are just absolute baller whitetail hunters. You know, I mean, it's just insane that I wish you guys could get like the raw and edited version tips that we get because.
2: Yeah, like the, the, secret the tips. half hour we spend on the phone after we hit yeah. the record button, you know, and it's all done with
1: the secret tips that you guys don't get to hear. That's the good stuff. <laughs> so,
2: so with all due respect, you know, we wish we'd give them out, but you know, they say they say Well, it's only with you guys. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah,
1: we can't do that. We can't we can't <laughs> upset them. So, but like always, we we really appreciate you guys. I know we say it and. Uh, but we do man we can't we can't do this you guys have been crushing the listens um like i say man just share share this podcast with your buddies um you know share it on instagram facebook all that helps leave us a review on itunes any of that stuff um but you are you are literally making a couple illinois boys you know dreams come true with with this so we're uh
2: we're just when when this is this is the night that all the work we did for the last three weeks, the last month, mm-hmm. and then you know take it back seven months ago when we we're just starting out, you know, do when the nights we record is is like our celebration of all the hard work that we get to do. Yeah,
1: because we we like I said we got kids, so we we're recording three
2: episodes again in one night. You know, and, and then you know. um all the all the posting we do, all the hustling we do scheduling you know yeah, hey it, hey let's try this this week let's try this next week Yeah, let's see, try, see you know, how it see helps. if we
1: can do this can we improve I mean the amount of work we're putting in this thing is is staggering, but uh, and, it's it's worth it because you guys are. You guys are listening like crazy and we can't thank you enough.
2: And we and we just had a little experiment and then Cody texted me and said, Well now we know and I told him, I said, Man, I'll be glad when the day comes where we don't have to tell each other that anymore. Well now we know. Yeah. And we're then I was like, No, nope, that's probably not gonna happen nope. and you, you said the same thing. He said, We'll we'll never know it all.
1: Yeah, we'll never know it all, you know? man. It's just part of it's part of us. When we started this thing, uh, we had what well, we have eighty dollars of mics.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's 80, like thirty-seven dollar mics. Yeah,
1: thirty-seven dollar mics. Now we got four hundred dollar mics, a four hundred dollar soundboard, <laughs> plus all the auxiliary cords, plus the Mac computer, plus the TV. I mean, so I mean we're really gaining in eight months, and we hope you guys, we hope you guys can can hear it in the audio quality and uh, minus
2: if, the AC. Yeah, we didn't have if an we did ha-
1: if we didn't have the AC running in. Yeah that ac unit is key
2: you just hear your beautiful voice yeah
1: but i mean it's it's all because of you guys i know we say that a lot but it's because we're just so thankful for the listeners that that support us and we have some solid backing behind this thing that people just share every week and we need to start doing that top listener shout out again yeah because i we need we need to do that but we're uh we're, we're gaining and we're getting bigger, but we're never going to forget where we came from. And uh, where we came from is you guys, you know. What was the first episode? Like 15 listens?
2: Um, I don't even know if it yeah. was that man. I think it was 11. Yeah,
1: 11 listens, you know, and now we're hitting 1,000, 1,200. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous, you know. So thanks again, guys. As always... Keep hitting that play button. We love you. you White tail Legacy out. Oh, shit. He got the <laughs> outro. <laughs>